Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Australian Americana artist Lucy Tiger has a new genre of music that she calls Road Trip Americana. Born out of her memories of family road trips when she was a young girl, listening to the car radio on the long journeys. Now, as a singer-songwriter, she loves channeling those memories in her music. Lucy is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about her career in music and her latest EP, Gasoline. Lucy, hi. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Greg. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today, and thanks for getting up early. I appreciate you uh, talking with us from Sydney today. And um, Not a problem. It's good to have you on. How's the music scene going for you guys right now? It's going okay. There are a couple of gigs starting back up again, which is nice. I've actually got a gig tonight, which is cool, and oh, another good. one on Friday. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're real gigs with um, yeah. <laughs> with people, not Look, they're not, <laughs> not live streams. not YouTube gigs. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> no, so uh, so that's really exciting. Yeah, um, it's just it's just little things at the at the moment. Um, no big uh, festivals or anything yet, but uh, fingers crossed, it all starts to um, yeah. get back to a bit of normal soon. Yeah, I hope so. I hope for for all of our sakes on on. All both continents and everywhere in between. I, I know the music community is starving for, for you guys to get out and, and play some more for us. So, uh, we will we will just put good energy and prayers towards that effort happening very soon. Sounds like. Fun. So tell me a little bit about yourself and your journey in music. How did all of this start for you? Yeah. So when I was a kid, uh, we used to take a lot of road trips around Australia. It's um. Australia is kind of like the U.S. in that it's it's pretty big, except that in any given hour's drive, you'll probably go through about three little towns in the U.S. Yeah. In Australia, you won't go through any, oh. so <laughs> it's a it's a lot less populated. Yeah. And what we used to do to sort of pass the time is um, we'd play a lot of music on the road. So 
a lot of 1970s stuff, uh, Leonard Skinner, the Allman Brothers, yeah. uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash, Linda Ronstadt, the Rolling Stones, all of that, you know, good stuff. Good influences, And I yeah. just loved that music. It was like the perfect road-tripping music. Yeah. And it was often often picked by my dad as well. And so then he brought home a guitar one day and showed me how to kind of play the basics. And I figured that out. And once I kind of figured that out and figured out how to play some of the songs I loved, I, I thought, you know, I would love to write music like the kind that I grew up listening to. Yeah. Sitting in the car on long road trips, you know, road trip music. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of how it all came about. It was all um, driven by all these, driven <laughs> by all these influences. <laughs> yeah. And it all... Yeah, I, I started looking into where it, it was all made, uh-huh. and it was all recorded in Muscle Shoals, a, a, a hell of a lot of it. Yeah. And I thought with this latest EP, you know, I've got to get there and record there myself. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I saw that you were able to do that, so that that is so cool. Um, I, I There's a phrase, road trip Americana. Is that uh, original? Where did you get that? I love that. Uh, I love that term. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm not sure if it's original. Some, someone else will probably take credit. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I nobody has yet, then you can claim that. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine now. Right, right. I kind of came up with that to describe my music because I, I felt like it was um, sitting right at the crossroads of blues and country and, and rock, which, you know, chuck a little bit of uh, kind of Appalachian folk and you kind of got Americana. But it was kind of that Americana style that's, that's really leaning more towards that... Um, Jason Isbell, Rocky, um, sort of uh, driving music. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I came up with that phrase to describe what I do. And has this been something that you've been able to do full-time up until recently? Is it? Uh, do you have other things that you do? Uh, so up until recently, yeah, I've, I've, I've been doing it full-time. It's, um, I mean, it's obviously been pretty quiet the last few months. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, it's... Um, it's been really great to uh, to really bring that music to people. I think um, it's a little bit different to what a lot of people listen to. So yeah, it's been nice. The um, yeah, I, I love the sound. It's very seventies, um, eighties uh, kind you. of that country. Uh, you know, we call it southern rock. Um, you know, we kind mm-hmm. of lost that um, uh, almost as a genre anymore of original music uh, being produced. But uh, it's certainly um, has that feel do you have a uh, an understanding of what kind of audience migrates to towards your music do you do you have a, a feel for what that looks like when when uh when you gather with musicians to play yeah it's kind of um i i often find that it's it's kind of universal um i try to write music that if i heard it come on the radio by the time the second chorus swung around you know i've, I've picked it up and i'm singing it yeah and you know my foot's tapping and if i'm driving i'm kind of playing drums on the steering wheel that's the sort of music that i like to write and that's the sort of music that i like to listen to i kind of i don't know i, I maybe i'm not sophisticated enough and when people start changing keys and changing time signatures <laughs> and and doing weird stuff i'm like oh my gosh you have just lost me i'm sorry yeah <laughs> but you know when i get up on stage and you know all power to them because that's some pretty technical stuff. Right. But when I get up on stage and start playing music, you know, I tend to look out at the audience and I'm seeing young people really getting into it, you know, yeah. clapping along. I'm seeing yeah. old people, you know, tapping their feet, sort of remembering their youth, you know. 
And I think um, I think that's what I love about my music is that it, it is really accessible. So, you know, it's kind of almost universally appealing, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it it feels familiar. Like you could almost, yeah, you almost think I, I've heard that before. Even if it's a fresh new song, you know, it's it's got that familiar feeling to it. So yeah, you you definitely nailed that. That's awesome. Thank thank you so much. So you're uh, so you've been to the U.S. And, and you had a tour last year. Is that right? Do I understand that correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What did what did that look like for you? How how did that play out? Where did you go? What kind of audiences did you were you able to hit? Yeah, that tour was great. So we started off in Chicago, which uh, isn't uh, a huge big hub for Americana, but it's uh, a big hub for the blues. Right, and, sure. Um, my, my second love is definitely the blues. And we'd been there before, and so it was nice to kind of catch up with everyone. And I ended up playing a gig at Reggie's, which is quite a uh, – I didn't know this. I thought I was just, you know, rocking up to play a gig. But, of course, you know, rock up and it's um, – quite a well-known venue Uh and so that was that was great and after Chicago we headed south and went to Nashville yeah and I love Nashville Nashville is such a great city everyone is just so supportive of each other we met these beautiful people the Borellas Lucas Borella and Jenny Borella they're country musicians in Uh Nashville okay Uh, Lucas invited me up on stage to play a set uh, during his show on Broadway in Nashville which was amazing yeah. yeah So, you know, it takes, I've, I've heard that it takes years for people to get a gig on Broadway in Nashville and, and yeah. I managed to get there in right. about two days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool. And then we headed to Muscle Shoals to do the record and I'd never been to Muscle Shoals before. I, I had no expectations except for good ones and the place is just magical. There is just something in the air down there. I don't know what it is or maybe in the water, in the river or something. In the water, yeah. <laughs> but the music just flows there and it all just came together so perfectly and so beautifully. And all of the session musicians, they're guys who have, uh, you know, they've toured with the Highwaymen or, you know, been Bonnie Raitt's touring guitarist yeah. or recorded with Ray Charles. Wow, that's you know, awesome. But they're just so humble, so yeah. humble and so, you know, keen to you know try something new and work on new songs and and they pour so much of their own energy into it which is just it just makes the whole session even better for everyone um so that was a a great experience and following muscle shoals we went to memphis which is an absolute great town and and if, if you go to memphis you course always have to go to the Peabody Hotel to see the ducks right. in their fountain yeah. in the lobby <laughs> which is possibly the strangest thing I've ever seen you know ducks walking around the lobby of a hotel right yeah uh, I know. and then we finished up in Clarksdale in Mississippi which okay. is um sort of the home of the blues and I yeah. played a gig at uh Ground Zero Blues Club there which is, I think, co-owned by Morgan Freeman. So uh, yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, that's cool. So while you were in Muscle Shoals, then you um, recorded uh, Gasoline. Is that the one you did there? Yeah, yeah, yep, that okay. EP there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. That's such a cool song. Thank you. And is that the, so much. the album that's out now, right? That's the one that's mm-hmm. circulating. That's the one. Yeah, okay. So tell me about putting that together uh, and, and the tracks for that record. Yeah, so that was such a great time. We had uh, four tracks to do, and it was it was kind of a funny day because they they have um, 
uh, kind of spotty internet down in Muscle Shoals. Hmm. So a couple of the demos that I'd sent through hadn't quite got there. So two of the songs that we recorded, the guys had never even heard before. Oh, wow. Okay. But what they do is they're so talented. They, you know, they'll listen to the song and the uh, session leader will listen to it once, write down all of the chord changes by ear and in the Nashville style, which is numbers instead of right. instead of chords. So right. one, two, three, instead of, you know, ABC. It's, right. it's crazy to watch. Huh. And then we just played it together and each of those songs were recorded in about two or three takes max we got wow. the entire ep done in about five hours wow. it was That's so awesome. fast but so good yeah it just blew my mind were these songs uh that you wrote specifically for this ep or are there songs were they songs that you you kind of had cataloged for a while tell me about the the selections that you picked for that yeah, so these songs were definitely specifically for this EP. When I wrote them and when we planned to record them in Muscle Shoals, I thought, you know, these are the songs that are going to sound so perfect with these guys. You know, we've got the breakup song. We've got, you know, the kind of soul country love song. You know, we've got two bluesy numbers that are just going to really cook with these guys when they get their sort of, you know, fingers into it. So as soon as I, you know, picked the recording studio in Muscle Shoals, I knew which songs to record. I was like, these ones are going to be the ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And this was number, what, three for you as far as uh, recording uh, albums, EP? Yeah. 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 The third one. Yeah. yeah. When, when you're out, uh, when, when you do a full set, do you do all of those or, or do you add in some covers? Uh, sometimes I add some covers. I try to um, really shout out to my influences with a right. couple songs. Right, I was going to ask you what you what kind of covers yeah. you like to play. <laughs> so I'll I'll chuck in you know Sweet Home Alabama, of course, yeah. and maybe uh, a Linda Ronstadt number or two. Yeah, cool. But uh, yeah, I I, I am uh, at the risk of not sounding humble. I am um, a bit of a prolific songwriter. I've got a lot of songs in the bag. Um, oh, that so you, that songs I, that you just haven't recorded yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do end up um, playing a, a lot of originals that I haven't recorded yet. And, okay. And I do have people coming up and saying, when's that one going to be released? And I'm like, ooh, soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. What What have you been able to do uh, during the downtime? Have you been able to, to bag some more songs or are you doing some other recordings? Yeah, it's been kind of interesting. Um, I mean, there's obviously not much you can do at times, but... I have I have tried to stay really productive. Um, I've recorded a bunch of demos for the next album, uh, which I'll be sending over to the guys in Muscle Shoals real soon. And I also made a music video uh, with a guy called Jay Sini uh, from Blacklist Production House in Australia. He does a lot of uh, music videos for the big country guys in Australia. Yeah, okay. Really lovely guy and does a great job. So we did a music video just recently for Greenwood, which was very fun. Lots of um, uh, filming at night with uh, smoke machines and oh, lights, cool. and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was very very fun. So that was released uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's up on YouTube, and it's um, it's a pretty fun watch. I'd recommend it for sure. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Definitely, we'll definitely go take a look at that one for sure. Do you have a a, a regular band that you tour with, or are your shows more solo duet? How how does that work for you? 
my shows at the moment are solo. Okay. So I do like to just jump on stage with a guitar and um, and just show everyone the songs. Um, that's yeah, that that's that's kind of how how I've been doing it for a little while now, and that's how I did it when I toured in the states. Uh, I'd love to tour with a band as well. Um, that's definitely on the cards soon for sure. When everything gets back to normal. What does it look like in Australia? Uh, differently than it might look like in the United States as a solo full-time artist. Uh, is it similar? Do you guys have a different uh, approach to it? Uh, no, it, it's, it's pretty similar. Um, it's kind of, uh, you know, you, you've always got your venues that um, want live music and have a space for a musician. And, um, you know, sometimes it's a lot easier if you are solo. So I kind of um, gravitate towards those. And, yeah, they, they are quite similar to the venues in the States as well, I, I would say for sure. How far do you travel? At the moment, not very far, uh, just because of uh, right. COVID. Right. Um, in in general, have, what, what, what would, when you hit the road, what would that look like for you? I, well, I usually hit the road in the States. So Okay. Um, I have, yeah, I have done a few country gigs in, in Australia and they're, they're always really fun. Um, uh, I know a few people out in, um, as we call it, out in the sticks, uh, in the country and, yeah. and they always kind of rock up and, um, and watch. But yeah, usually when I, when I do go on the road, I go on the road in the States. I just find it, um, so inspiring. There's so many more people over there and, and I get my inspiration, you know, for songs yeah. from talking to people that I would usually never meet. Um, right. I met this one guy in Clarksdale, for example, and he was from the Secret Service. Well, he was ex-Secret Service uh -huh. or ex-Black Ops or something crazy. Uh -huh. and, and so he was trying to – he was from Buffalo, New York, and he was just trying to find a place, you know, where he could spend his winters that was a, not quite as cold. And he was telling me most incredible stories and – you just don't meet those people on the road. Okay, um, yeah. Well, there's just not enough people here, I think, uh, in Australia. Yeah. There's not enough towns <laughs> and not enough people. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. In America, you kind of got, you know, one interesting little place after another. They're oh, all yeah. about 20 minutes apart. Yeah, yeah. It's it's You're right. And, and depending on which part of the country you're in, you will find a different set of unique stories and people for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely. Def and I just live for that stuff. I love it. What is the current single that's out for you? So that um, that's Greenwood, and it is doing some great things. It's I've seen that it's getting some airplay in the states, which is really cool. Yeah, um, and it's also getting some airplay in the UK as well, which is really awesome. So everyone seems to be really loving it. It's um, it's really getting to those people who love the blues and yeah. love the history of the blues. That's it's inspired awesome. by Greenwood, Mississippi, where Robert Johnson was buried. Yeah, he's, sure. He's actually got three graves. So this is this is kind of an interesting story. He's got three grave sites. Huh. One of them, and, and I've been to all of them. Okay. One of them is very clearly just a memorial, uh -huh. but the other two could be his graves. But I personally believe that the Greenwood one is the right one because it's right around the corner from where he was supposedly poisoned. Huh. So every time I go down to Mississippi, I always go to this particular cemetery in Greenwood. I love cemeteries. I just think they're really lovely, peaceful places. Wow. And so I'll go yeah. down to the cemetery in Greenwood and kind of go up to his grave. And 
I don't know, just kind of thank him because without Robert Johnson, we wouldn't really have, you know, the blues and and we wouldn't have um, all of those people who were inspired by him particularly, you know, right. the Rolling Stones sure. and Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So they're some of my huge influences and I just kind of like to do a bit of a pilgrimage to yeah. to Greenwood yeah. whenever I'm there. That's awesome. Well, I, I hope the song continues to do well for you. I love that story. Are, are you, you. Uh, coming back? I, I think I saw you have a tour planned, hopefully next year. Yes, I was supposed to be coming back in September, uh, but I had to put that on hold. And so I'll be hopefully coming back in April. Okay. Uh, we were supposed to be recording the next album with the Muscle Shoals guys uh, in September, but we're gonna we're gonna still do that. Uh, but it's gonna be a bit more remote. So they're oh, yeah, gonna record okay. the band stuff, and I'll record the vocals here, and then we'll put it all together later. And and I'm sure it'll sound just as good. Yeah. Uh, but I'll be hoping to come back for a tour in April. Okay. Good. Well, that that will be great. Then we we'll look forward to that for sure, and hopefully. Um, we can get you on some of the festivals. Hopefully, we'll all be back to enjoying music yes. that way again. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. <laughs> what's on your um, What's on your musical bucket list? What, what What's What's the big thing out there that you would love to accomplish? Oh, I would. Well, I'd I'd love to just see if I can um, bring my music to as many people as I can. I I think that my music it kind of brings people together in a crowd because it's accessible, it's familiar, it's kind of riffing on that old, you know, Keith Richards phrase, yeah. you know, three chords and the truth. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really cool stuff that, you know, people can just get into and have a good time. Right. I like having a good time. I want everyone else to have a good time. So it'd be great to, you know, once this is all over this COVID stuff to play some big festivals and see a whole bunch of people having a great time. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I'd like. I love that. That's awesome. Yes, me too. That's a good, that's a good goal for all of us. So we'll, we'll yeah. put that out in the universe and, and uh, we'll ask everybody's help like in making that happen. <laughs> um, how can people reach out, get in touch if they want to uh, get a copy of your latest EP, watch your videos, uh, get in touch with you? What's the best best avenues for that yes so i am on social media you can find me on twitter facebook and instagram at lucy tiger music and that is lucy spelled l-u-c-i-e tiger music uh, i've also got a website lucytigermusic.com my music is on spotify it's on pandora it's on google music youtube music apple music uh it's everywhere you find a good song <laughs> and uh please reach out um i love chatting to um chatting to people i'm, I'm, I'm often posting photos on my instagram and, and socials of uh, all the places i've been in the u.s and awesome. i posted a photo the other day of um this crazy old house in memphis and you know i end up chatting to these fans and they're going oh i bet that house is haunted and i'm thinking oh my gosh i hope it is i'd love to go back and see <laughs> and, and maybe spend the night and write a song <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Lucy. This has been awesome and uh, great talking to you and love your music and wish you the best with it for sure. And hopefully we'll catch you next year when you're back in the States. Thank you so much, Greg. This has been such a cool thing. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, wishing you all the best. And um, yeah, keep on 
Keep on keeping on. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.